Hello, welcome to the Friday, August 26, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Apple today released an update for iOS in response to a vulnerability that has already been exploited in targeted attacks. This particular exploit became known after an individual that was targeted by the exploit noticed that something was probably wrong with the link that he received via an SMS message. So instead of clicking on the link, he forwarded the link to Citizen Lab that shared it with mobile security company Lookout. And they discovered three different vulnerabilities that could have been used to obtain full execution privileges on a vulnerable iPhone. The first vulnerability is a vulnerability in Safari WebKit and it does allow for remote code execution. But of course, at this point, you're still limited by the Safari sandbox. The second exploit then is a kernel information leak that then releases information about the kernel layout, which is randomized in iOS, that then can be used in order to launch a third exploit, which leads to a jailbreak and a full compromise of the affected phone. All versions of iOS were vulnerable going back to iOS version 7. So the latest version of iOS 9.3.4, which was released about a month ago, was also vulnerable. Today, Apple did release iOS 9.3.5, which does fix these three vulnerabilities. Now, Apple usually doesn't announce updates. And so far, it's a little bit hard to talk about this as an out of band update, but usually Apple does publish updates for all of its platforms, not just for iOS. And also this is relatively quick after the last update that was released for iOS. It is, however, certainly possible that some of these exploits do apply to other platforms as well. My suspicion is in particular the Safari WebKit exploit may actually work also on OS X and maybe Apple TV and other devices like that, given that WebKit is used across numerous platforms. So update iOS as you get to it. Again, this was only used in a targeted exploit. Apparently the NSO group, a Israeli company that does offer exploits like that for sale, is thought to be behind this particular one. But with some of the information being out in the public now, it's very possible that the exploit will be used against other lower value targets in the future. Now, usually when we talk about malicious emails, it's about some malware being uploaded onto the system and then the system being compromised by this malware. Xavier found an email with an interesting twist to this scheme. Instead of uh, actually delivering a malware, this particular um, email attachment just changes a registry key that will download a proxy configuration file from a server in Brazil. And uh, with that proxy configuration file, all access to Santana.com.Brazil, which is a popular Brazilian bank, will go through a proxy that then intercepts the traffic using a fake certificate. The certificate actually 
may pass sort of some casual inspection. It is issued for Santana.com.br and it's also issued by Santana.com.br. So essentially in a self-signed certificate, but nothing sort of obviously malicious here for the average user. However, of course, uh, the real Santana certificate is signed by GeoTrust, a well-established global certificate authority. The trick, of course, here is that there is no real malware left behind on the system, actually no files at all. The only evidence of anything going bad is this changed registry entry. And in line with that, the antivirus detection rates are pretty low for this. Xavier tried it this morning and he only found one antivirus product that actually flagged file. Then for those of you that are running Nginx on Windows, be aware that the DNS queries that are being sent by Nginx on Windows are easily susceptible to spoof responses, given that they only use six different query IDs. The problem here is that the random number isn't properly initialized. So if you are using Nginx on Windows, make sure DNS resolution happens against the internal DNS server to make it more difficult to spoof responses. And then in odd, interesting papers you may want to read over the weekend, some researchers came up with a way to keystroke sniffing using Wi-Fi signals. Apparently, Wi-Fi signals are affected significantly enough by keystrokes to reconstruct keystrokes by just intercepting Wi-Fi signals. These researchers did develop a proof of concept exploit in a lab, so they got it to work with some signal processing. Not sure how universal this problem is, whether it only affects certain laptops, but uh, overall, of course, not much you can do about this. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday.